Like using a golden mushroom and rolling a combined eight. So are the games of our lives. Dice rolling games. And these are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing all night. Welcome to the Games of Our Lives podcast. My name is Bill, as always, accompanied by the wonderful, fantastic, beautiful Tony. Happy, uh, happy Friday, Tony. Happy Friday. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you for that. What a wonderful intro. Well, thank you. Yeah, you know what? You deserve it for for being the the best dang co-host someone could ask for. Stop! Come on, that's right back at you. No? That's right back at you. Hey, hey. Listen, we're a team, all right? We're a team, and this is the Games of Our Lives podcast. By the way, if you're following us on Apple, if you could give us a five-star review or leave a review, that would be fantastic and much appreciated. It really helps with visibility. But if you're listening on Spotify or YouTube as well, we really appreciate it. And without further ado, let's hop into the news. We're going to start off by talking about what happened this morning And that's the Animal Crossing Direct, a 20-minute info update for Animal Crossing version 2.0, which is launching on November 5th. It's basically all the content that was missing from Animal Crossing from all the previous Animal Crossing games, plus a whole bunch of other stuff is coming to the game. It is a huge update. If you're even kind of an Animal Crossing fan, this is more than enough reason to come back to it starting two weeks from today. And they also announced some DLC, which is pretty cool. You get to uh, basically design different villagers' homes. They have new amiibo cards coming out. They're bringing back the froggy chair. KK Slider's got some new songs. You can do some morning calisthenics. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a real, real animal life simulator, you know? And attached to this announcement, was the new Switch Online Plus, uh, or whatever they're calling it, which is the Nintendo Switch Online with Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis. And as a bonus for purchasing this, you also get the DLC for Animal Crossing. So if you own Animal Crossing and you want to play some N64 games, it does behoove you to pay for the NSO Plus so you could get it all in one package. But $49.99 a year for the uh, Nintendo Switch Online Plus. That's a little bit more expensive than I think most people were hoping. Definitely. And uh, it may be weird to say this, um, but I kind of feel like a dog today. You know, you ever feel like like a a little puppy or a dog just because you're wagging so much? That's kind of how I feel today. A lot of wags. Oh, no. Oh, no. A lot. This is just the beginning. But let me... Before I I start with my wonderfully beautiful pessimism, let me give you a list of games real quick. Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, um, I don't know, Call of Duty, um, what do people like to play, what, I don't know, Fortnite, uh, Minecraft. Let me say out of all these games, Animal Crossing might be the hottest game for like the past year or so like if you're talking most popular game of the year i don't know man animal crossing like 
the content, the updates, I don't know, and now this, all everything that they're dropping, crazy, crazy huge game, and uh, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for all the Animal Crossing fans. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They, if anyone deserves it, it's them. But they, even, <laughs> even they, are not safe from oh no from the hands, the wallet. Stealing hands, that is Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Coming through with. I don't know if I said it in the last episode. I, I think I didn't say it, but we were talking about the price a couple episodes ago, the NSO, and I was like, yeah, I think it'll be like X amount, and you said it was going to be Y. And then we talked about it with Josh last episode, our guest, if you haven't listened to the episode, but <laughs> obviously you know who Josh is because you did listen to the episode. And uh, and you said your number again, and I was like, nah, Bill's right. It's probably going to be like 30 bucks. $50? $50. That's. I mean, it's it's 30 bucks on top of the 20 bucks that you're already spending, <sighs> but. I thought it was only going to be like 10 bucks on top of the 20. Me too, considering that the 20... Now, now let's... Uh, let me hold back Gotta a little bit. Gotta break it down. Let, let, me, let me hold back just a little bit because PlayStation and, and Xbox cost $60 a year. That's horrendous. That's a lot of money a year, but it's fine, you know? It's, it's horrendous, but it that also comes with free games. Like PlayStation and Xbox... Uh, if you're paying for their online, I believe you do get access to several first-party titles, like first-party like new titles, which is not something that Nintendo offers with their Nintendo Switch Online. In fact, they give you their oldest possible games uh, included in this package. However, I will say this will be the first time in Nintendo history that you will be able to play Mario Kart 64 online. Yeah, that's just not fair. You know that that that's the problem. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, the other the other major companies give out free stuff, and it's they 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 give you your money's worth. I shouldn't say it's horrendous because sixty dollars. It's been sixty dollars fifty sixty for years now, for as long as I can remember, and for a whole year, that's not bad for everything that you're getting. It's probably worth it just for the on play online play because it's so good for some of those games. I will say that, but. $20 a year, Nintendo, that's real nice, considering it was free always, even though the online was horrendous. That actually is horrendous for the most part, except for the Wii U Mario Kart was, like, good. But 20 bucks, that's fine. Oh, we could play NES and SNES games? Alright, that's this is worth 20 bucks. I hear $50, I'm like, I'm out, I don't care, I know what's at stake, I am done. And then you come out and you say, oh, you could play Mario Kart for the first time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm buying it. <laughs> that, that's no problem. <laughs> 50 bucks to do that. All right. <laughs> Mario Tennis Online, excuse me. I hate it, dude. It's not fair because they, <laughs> they do this thing. They do this, this damn thing where they just, like, they get you when you're really, like, young. They're just like, oh, you're... I don't know how old I was, maybe six or seven, and they're just like, want to see 
the coolest stuff you're ever going to see in your whole life. Okay, well, we own your soul now forever. <laughs> so, because you like our stuff so much, you are going to give us money forever now. Forever. You are you are doomed to repurchase the same 25 games <laughs> forever and ever until you die. And you will buy the do. same 25 games every four years when we put them out. We're going to continuously drip feed you. And we are Nintendo. Low-key evil, but God, does that evil taste so good. <laughs> I have a hard time calling them straight-up evil, but they they know when they could get away with something. They know what they're doing. And I've wagged, oh, man, my hand hurts from all the wagging I've done over the years. <laughs> but, like... Just so many different instances where I'm like, why? But they're like, yeah, because we can. No problem. You're gonna, you like us. And it's I, just I like, do like the, I like the online discourse. By the way, where people basically have largely ignored the fact that Sega Genesis is part of this. They're just like, yeah, yeah, Sega's there. Okay, but uh, Nintendo 64 online. <laughs> is that the consensus? Like, there's I don't, no. I, don't, I haven't seen a single person give a a dang or a hoot or a holler about the sega genesis online honestly i couldn't gun to my head couldn't name three games that are on the genesis online for switch wow i I couldn't either but yeah that's i keep thinking i'm guessing sonic the hedgehog (laughs) 2 if you say sonic's one through three you're you're probably safe you're probably safe um yeah i keep thinking about that moment when we were talking about the the glorious episode that was two episodes ago about all the the N64 games and then there was a pause and then you just said and Sega Genesis and I just lost my <laughs> mind like that was that might have been the funniest moment on the entire show like top three for sure but yeah no that's didn't Sega just make like a like for the past 10 years or five years they keep making like portable weird Sega things or like I mean how many times are you gonna resell Sonic 1 you know what I mean like it's probably the worst Sonic of the Genesis Sonic games. You think just, so? The worst? I mean, I feel like I feel like two and three, just the quality of life updates, are just so much better. It's tough. Like to they say. handle better. I mean, like you get the nostalgia factor. I mean, Green Hill Zone is Green Hill Zone, obviously. But I mean, I don't know. I think I'd rather play Sonic Two or Sonic Three or. You know, over one any day. All right now, if we're talking, I'm just talking 2D Sonics. I'm just talking. Are we talking 2D Sonic the Hedgehog games? All right, uh, we're not talking right. about the Mean Bean Machine. Oh, or Sonic okay, spin, all right, all right, all right. Or Sonic me. Spinball. Although I, I do I do enjoy me some Sonic Spinball from time to time. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever beaten the first level of that game, but I have beaten Mean Bean Machine on very hard. Ooh, I love that game. But go on Poyo Poyo Tetris online, forget about it, I get killed. <laughs> killed. It's like nothing. It's like all that work, and then you're like, I'm the king of the world, and oh, then no. it just like zooms out a little bit, and you're just a little speckle on like one island, and then the whole rest of the earth is like, oh yeah, you're nothing. Oh no. I was just going to list off the other Sonic games for the Genesis, but... 
Yeah, yeah. What, what were they? 3D Blast, Sonic... Oh, Sonic and Knuckles is another game. It's 3D Blast, yeah. Sonic and Knuckles, Mean Bean Machine, and Spinball. And then 1, 2, and 3. I think those are the, the seven uh, Genesis games. At- Sonic has more spin-off games than main games over, like, a five-year window. And that's kind of insane. <laughs> Yeah, they they beat him into the damn ground. Yeah. Oh, also, real quick, while we're on the subject, I this got I was on Instagram today. I don't really scroll on anything, but it's once in a while I'll check. And uh, in in it, I follow so few people that it recommends me like uh, pages to follow on Instagram, and it recommended mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. So I click on it, and I noticed yeah. that the verified Sonic the Hedgehog. This is a definitely a wag of the finger if nothing else i go on the verified sonic the hedgehog instagram they follow three pages one of those pages i swear to god bill is arby's (laughs) (laughs) what do they do like hold on do they like do they sell chili dogs at arby's i have no idea what they sell at arby's (laughs) like that that is one of the most ridiculous follows ever but continue please that's it that's it. oh arby's is the only like yeah the oh other the one the other one is like a sega <laughs> okay and the other one is uh sure. the second one is just like sonic on um, like the the way that pokemon follows like pikachu all over the world page oh, it's like a sonic okay. one equivalent of that but yeah then the third one but is arby's. arby's yeah and i'm just like yeah. there's a, a <laughs> restaurant named sonic a literally it, it, a restaurant <laughs> named sonic and b i don't think you have not like i study this stuff but i've never in my entire life seen any kind of collab or affiliation between sonic the hedgehog and arby's <laughs> I, I know uh, the person who runs the social media for Arby's, they tend to make artwork for different upcoming video game things, uh, like once a week or something like that, using Arby's products. So maybe they at one time made a Sonic the Hedgehog thing for their social media. Uh, you know, they got to appeal to the gamers. Dude, does that uh, constitute a follow from Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, you know what? It might. It might. Bars, bars actually pretty high though, because that they were only following Sega and Sonic Team before. So I spent like five digits worth of money over my the entire course of my life, and Nintendo doesn't follow me. I have to just make <laughs> go buy some McDonald's wrappers and make a Pac-Man, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, everyone loves me. Follow me, Reggie. Why don't you follow the Games of Our Lives podcast on Twitter? It's, I mean, you're basically our dad. <laughs> Dad, you went to the store and you haven't been back. <laughs> Come home to us. Papa Reggie. Papa Reggie. Ooh, that reminds me of another wag of the finger. I got to write that down for later. <laughs> <laughs> so last last little point on Nintendo Switch Online, by the way. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> After going on a, a six-mile tangent... It is a good deal for Animal Crossing fans. And I do wonder <laughs> because the DLC comes for, uh like as part of it, which is really cool. I will say if Nintendo Switch Online continues to like attach a major first party game DLC to the NSO Plus, that will definitely soften the blow annually. 
uh, and like you know maybe Breath of the Wild 2 has some DLC that they're gonna have and if Breath of the Wild 2 DLC is attached to like next year's plus I, I can find a way to justify it more that's fair that's fair that 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 is the very important thing to me that's one important thing is if we get DLC and some more perks for for purchasing it and the second thing is and I want to see what they do with this when it gets released but you know me N64 games online is it just oh matchmaking play with some people Mario Kart buy or is it legitimately like game is over I want points I want a ranking system are we playing two people on six computers are we playing seven other people it's gonna be Mario Party 8 Deluxe just complete cluster of people everywhere and, and everyone's getting good items which is definitely gonna be even worse i think right in mario kart 64 if everyone has lightning and stars it's like i don't know i want to see before i commit the extra 30 bucks to it i really want to see how much they improved it or if they improved it at all but let's stay optimistic feel the exact same way uh day one purchase for me (laughs) (laughs) you tell me how it is and i'll 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 let you know i will let you know but next in the news, uh, Nintendo Switch game that's coming out. We got Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Just a couple of like little things that we learned uh, because the demo was released recently. Um, there is no way to turn off the experience share. You know that that is a I feel like a a point of contention amongst many Pokemon fans. Uh, really gonna make really gonna make Nuzlocke runs real easy (laughs) if everybody's just getting free exp for days but a good quality of life change is that hms are no longer going to be attached to your pokemon so you don't have to waste a a move slot on hms which is pretty solid so you know you take the good with the bad you know your boy's gonna be getting brilliant diamond or shining pearl probably shining pearl uh Tony, are you gonna end up getting one of the Pokemon games? You're gonna get both of them, aren't you? Oh yeah, I don't, I don't really want to, but I don't have a choice as we've. Uh... But Nintendo has the curse <laughs> over you, as we figured out. Yeah, once you get tattoos of a game, you pretty much have to buy every main series game of that for the it's rest true. of your life. So that's where I'm at with that. And um, yeah, that's I don't know. It's it doesn't really sit any better with me after that stuff like the experience share being mandatory is neither good nor bad it's it's really just kind of a weird move that they made I, I think it's kind of a bad move but like it's it's I don't know it's just weird <laughs> I think and uh but actually not it's bad I'm just gonna come out and say I think it's it's kind of dumb that they turned that on and yeah I don't know uh the HM thing is cool but again it's a remake it's just uh Right. Yeah, not not that hype about it, but I'm sure it'll be great, and I'll play them day one. And uh, looking forward to it. And last little bit of news: we got some uh, Pokemon Go sh- uh, shenanigans going on right now. Uh, we have Pokemon Go trialing in a couple of regions some new things. They're going to be trialing uh, a handful of like you know trainer tips and like like quality of life changes in that regard. But they are adding the option to skip egg hatching animations as well as possibly adding new pokestop functions and i believe today kicks off the uh pokemon halloween mischief event which has a couple of spooky pokemon being added 
um, because apparently uh, Niantic adds two Pokemon at a time now to Pokemon <laughs> Go. Tony, would you like to expand on that? Because Niantic won't expand the Pokedex. <laughs> All right. Let me ease into this. I haven't played Pokemon Go in about three weeks or a month, and I just am not really playing it anymore. There you go. Insightful. Why? Thank you so much for Why, your- you ask? <laughs> Let me. <laughs> um, all right, well. Here's, yeah, why? Here, all right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Since you're. Why did, why did Tony quit thing, Pokemon Go? Here, here, this is why. Inherently is a word that I don't really know what it means. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I think the game itself, and I've thought this way for a long time, but I didn't do anything about it because it became more of a lifestyle. Um, this is a Mario Party episode, by the way. We're getting there later on in like an hour. <laughs> the game itself is not that much fun. It's the ultimate mobile game. I've, it's just a game where you do the same thing over and over again. And for some reason, with all the stuff, that the, 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 the glorifications that they've put around it, um, they've made throwing a ball into a circle and tapping the screen to do raids somehow the most addicting, fun, world-taking-over kind of game I've ever seen. And it's all the stuff wow. that surrounds it. The way you throw the, the ball into the circle and the shiny hunting and the, the Pokemon that you can catch and the places you could go. But it's more to me about sharing it with the people I like to play with, my close ones... And, uh, and shiny hunting is more like buying a lottery ticket all the time for free and just trying to test your luck. And, and it's really addicting, and, uh, and I did like it, but what really sold me on the game was the battling. When it came out, I was like, this isn't as good as VGC battling, but I found myself a little, you know, going back to it. That turned into an addiction. That turned into a humongous addiction. Turned into a TikTok dedicated to battle videos, but even before that, YouTube videos on my end. I just was all in with battling. But I noticed in the later seasons, I couldn't, when they introduced Legend Rank, I just couldn't hit it. No matter how hard I tried and I would think about the game constantly, all the time, thinking about different teams to use, different um, strategies and watching YouTubers and trying to figure out what I was doing wrong. And uh, it just got to a point a couple weeks ago, there was a battle day where you could do 20 sets instead of 5. And I, I went on a PvP poke, I picked the best team that they have, the number one team, with same moveset, same everything. And no matter what, like... I was still losing. Some of it was my fault. I was misplaying. But some of it, there was, like, nothing I could do. And I just realized it's, you know, all the times that I took a break and came back from battling and stuff was me, like, just saying, oh, don't give up, you know. Like, everyone else is figuring it out. They're good at it. How come you're not good at it, you know. But I think at some point it just hit me, like, it's just not a game that I'm meant to be good at, the battling. Like, 
Texas Hold'em, there's a lot of luck in there, but they're still professional poker players, so it does tell you players are better than others. I don't want to say it's the game just being bad, but I do think there is a lot wrong with it. But I think I just realized that battling is not a game for me, and that's what kept me playing Pokemon Go all the time, so I can't really enjoy Pokemon Go as a whole without battling or just knowing in the back of my mind that it was like a big failure to me. So I just decided, like, I really want to learn Japanese, I really want to play games in my collection, I'm just like addicted to Pokemon Go when I go out, when we park the car, I open my game, like, I just need to enjoy other things and stop being addicted to this game that I kind of know in my heart. It's really a simple, simple game with a lot of, you know, makeup and other stuff put on it, and, and there's a lot of other stuff out there for me, so I, I it took a step away from Pokemon Go and I haven't really missed it. I played it like maybe a week after and um, I did some battles and I was I won a good amount of them but I still just said honestly I think I'm good like you know and uh, that that was a few weeks ago I haven't played it since no real urges to and I've been enjoying you know doing other things and with that being said I hope sincerely that anyone that plays the game can enjoy it you know and uh I'm happy that so many people enjoy it and can get out and get moving and enjoy all the positive things that it brings, but I think I just need to do some other stuff, you know? Thanks for listening to that rant. This is the this concludes the podcast for today. No Mario Party. I lied about that part. So um, see you next week. A real uh, moment of growth for you there. Uh, and, you know, it. I feel like a lot of games that have that kind of, like, forever-style play attached to it that everybody hits like a breaking point unless you're trying to become number one in farmville like our <laughs> friend's parents but uh jeez but that's 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 a different type of dedication i i honestly you know as as deep into pokemon go that you've been in the cut i i really can't say that i myself have found myself as deep in uh a game and i feel like it's it's something worth experiencing once to kind of like lose yourself to a game because there, there is something fun about it. And there is something really uh, rewarding at least at first and like for the meantime. Um, But eventually, you know, the, the games do fall to the side. I guess the closest game for me would be like guitar hero. Mm. I got really into guitar hero for about a half decade. And then it like the internet came out and, uh, people were really good and i was like oh i'm never gonna be that good (laughs) i'm gonna play pokemon brilliant diamond shining pearl instead Uh, (laughs) no idea that you played guitar hero that much i love guitar hero 3 that's i I absolutely love that game absolutely one of the best guitar hero games right there is number three Oh yeah, I'm I'm proud to say that I could play songs on expert like a maybe half of them, but then you know you watch people play, you know the final set list, you know, and then the of course like through the fire and flames, and I'm like, all right, this is definitely just a, a you know, again, always applies to us. Watched a person hundred percent through the fire and flames, and I was impressed and in shambles at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I think the the Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero as a whole kind of is the same 
game to us is like everything else in terms of how competitive you can get at it. We're like, I'm not going to say for you because you're probably way better than I am, but for me, probably the best person in the room or at a you know, casual level, but when you start getting serious, like forget about it. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's it, It's really tough being in that middle ground where you're better than most casual people at a, a game that has competitive aspects, but then like once you open yourself to the broader world, it's like, nope, you're actually bad. Sit down, little boy. <laughs> My little boy ass has been sitting in that middle ground for 29 years. Now, we have a friend group, uh, Tony and I, that plays this game called Mario Party. I'm the regular. Unfortunately, I'm not really there for that. You probably go and play with them every once in a while, no? Dude, the last time I played with them was the last time I played with you when we... Oh my gosh. Yeah, went to Chris's house and they were just like, oh, I, I don't know if it was you, but or I think it was Ben, actually. Ben was like, oh, Tony's really good. Like, he's definitely going to whoop all of our asses. And you guys destroyed me. I was like, I really hope they don't think that I'm that good because Ben and Tyler play like they maxed out the coins in Mario Party too. I was like, these kids are going to kill me. Ben and Tyler have played all three of the first Mario parties. They play Mario Party 2 and Mario Party 6 religiously, like easily twice a week. Uh, But today we're talking about the first three Mario Party titles, the three Nintendo 64 Mario Party titles. I did not realize that it was an annual series for the first seven launch, like seven releases, which is kind of insane. I didn't know that. The first one came out in America in uh, 1999, and then Mario Party 2 came out in 2000, Mario Party 3 in 2001. And the very first Mario Party game was this amazing revelation where you got to play as one of six Mario characters in a four-way board game battle where you would try to collect coins in order to collect stars, have the most stars at the end, and in doing so, you're competing in these mini-games you're trying to steal coins or stars from each other and the board has all sorts of wacky antics and it is my favorite board game of all time <laughs> a beautiful concept i mean it, it was so smart and it was so well done uh i i will say that mario party one is pretty raw uh looking back you know it was, it was the first mario party game it was you know kind of midway through the nintendo 64's existence I mean, it only came out like a year or two before the GameCube, believe it or not. Huh. I know, it doesn't feel like it, right? No, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's, uh, so the game came out, you could play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, uh, Wario, Donkey Kong, or the greatest of all time, Yoshi. Yoshi! And this game was one of those games that really, it, you know... It was one of those games you could just play with your friends every week, and it always stays fresh, and it was always a good time, and like it, it just left a lasting impression. This is what kick-started what's going to be coming out on October 29th. We got Mario Party All-Stars, which is basically a greatest hits of the first three Mario Party maps with some of the board games, or from the mini-games from all of the Mario Party. So like it's big deal. That game's going to be insane, and this is where it all started. Um, yeah, like you said, Mario Party 1, definitely raw. They they had the, the concept down, um, but it's kind of like a Wii U versus the Switch kind of thing, where it's like, all right, we'll, we'll just we'll make it 
but uh, it's not going to be too good. But it was just uh, uh, fundamentally, that's not the word, it was just laying the foundation for right for for a pretty pretty good game pretty good series to come up but um yeah i went through the first three because i really care about mario party i do like it a lot so i really tried to give it you know i took down some notes and, and tried to go into a little bit of detail with them all um right and uh and, and I think the things about Mario Party 1 being raw, you know, there are no items that you can use in the game. So that's like, alright, without that, that's fine. You can't skip the CPU minigames, you know. So that's like, alright, now, you know, I, I can't help but think of, like, the uh, accessibility of, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Where it's like, alright, the game itself isn't the best, but they're improving things, but this is still a time when they weren't improving things, you know, it was, like, so early. The mini games right. are really rough, a lot of wear on your stick by just destroying your control stick. Um, Literally you breaking your controller. Gone. Gotta get a new one after one round. That's not true. Gotta get a new hand, too. <laughs> um, yeah, the mini games are okay. If you land on a Bowser space, it is pretty brutal and if you play in the 1v3 mini games and you lose you actually lose coins so it was a little more it was an edgier a little more cutthroat and uh still very very raw um overall i don't know the experience was great as a kid right being like oh what is this oh magical world like this is Loved insane it. i don't know six out of ten i you know what i i feel like a a six out of ten just for for what it did and you know, it has some mini games that haven't returned that should have returned, and we could talk about that. Tony, uh, you want to hit me up with your favorite mini games from Mario Party One? Yes, sir. I got I got a quick five, and two of them. These first two are actually in Mario Party Two as well. They brought them back. So uh, Crazy Cutter and Facelift. I love those two, man. I I put Crazy Cutter and Facelift as well in my top five. <laughs> I, so Crazy Cutter is a very simple game. It's a four-player minigame. You are on a jackhammer, and you are given the shape of a Super Mario enemy. And all you have to do is trace the enemy. It's super simple, super satisfying, though, when you get that, like, 98-plus score. And it's it's just, like, a simple, clean game that I feel... Did Crazy Cutter come back? Yeah, I think so. For... For Mario what? Party 2? Wait, did it? Why did I write also Mario Party 2? Maybe on. I, oh, it is. It is in Mario Party 2. I checked yes. a website. I checked a website. Websites don't lie. Yeah, it is in Mario Party 2 as well. I, I feel like it. I feel like I never get Crazy Cutter in Mario Party 2. Me either. Maybe it's a battle mini game in Mario Party 2. Oh, you know what? That could be it. It's, it's a good game. And then Facelift. Facelift was really, really, really fun to play because. It came. The game came out after Super Mario 64, and Super Mario 64 had a famous title screen where you could manipulate Mario's face and hold it into place, and people would make all these goofy faces with Mario. Now in Facelift, you take. Was it just Bowser's face, or did it change? It was Mario and Bowser. I think it was Mario and Bowser, but now you're making me second guess it. Like, I know it was Bowser for sure. I just don't know if it was Mario and I, I King think, Browser. I think, yeah, because I'm, I'm also picturing Yoshi, too, and Peach, but maybe I'm, like, crazy. 
I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what? In Mario Party 2, you could do Mario, Luigi, Peach, Wario, Yoshi, and Donkey Kong. But in Mario Party 1, I think it was just Bowser. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, But you would have to tweak Bowser's face, and whoever tweaked Bowser's face the most correct to the uh the way that the pc tweaked the face would win um and i and i do believe that also became a battle game i think so yeah in mario party 2 yeah all right what's next on your your favorite list i got keep away keep away okay i love that game you hold a a key and don't get hit basically i think you have to oh you're trying to escape bowser's castle right yeah Okay, okay. Yeah, that one was really fun. It was a nice little, like, platformer. I, I like the platforming ones. Uh, I actually put Platform Peril on my list. Oh, is that one, the one where you're running and uh, you have to, like, keep it, jumping you're, from... You're like, running and jumping. You are in a race. One. You're in a race to the finish, and you literally just have to platform your way to the end, and first one to reach the finish wins, and that's... It's a simple game, but it was it was always a lot of fun for me. You know, I, I'd like that game more if, like, the way the screen is set up, you would think, all right, I hold my diagonal, I press A when I have to jump, that's it. But then when there are um, empty spaces on the platforms you're going to land on, you have to try to move, and for some reason, my whole universe gets discombobbled, and I just <laughs> jump off the edge every time. I'm like, this oh, is a no. game that, I, this is like a, 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 this is a simple, simple 10 out of 10, I should never lose this game. I lose right. every time. I never <laughs> won that game. It's those little brick pyramids that come up that throw you off. Everything. Oh, no. I don't. They also put little coins that you can grab during some of these mini games, and Platform Peril has like little coins. I have no idea how to grab those coins. That's suicide if you go for a coin. Yeah, the the computers always grab the coins with like one hundred percent accuracy, but every time I've tried, I have ended up uh, dead. <laughs> Sometimes worth the coin because if you lose the game, you're not going to get any coins. So you might as well just take the coin and, and that's it. It's true. I'm going to use true. that strat from now on. Actually, not um, a bad strat. If you know you're going to take the L. What's your next <laughs> mini game? Um, how about Bombskitball? Ooh, Bombskitball. That is a, a 2v2 yeah. mini game. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, it's it's NBA Jam. You're just hooping. That's very uh very dumbed down version of a game that's already kind of dumb called NBA Jam. <laughs> and uh, you take a bomb, you throw it in the hoop. Bombskitball. Simple. How about you? Simple. My next game is uh, Tightrope Treachery. Oh, that's I, a good one. I think it's just, it's unique. Uh, I don't think they really brought it back. And it's just like a fun game. I felt like it was really balanced. It's a one versus three. And basically what you are is you're a person walking a tightrope and you have to reach the end. And your balance is very not great. And meanwhile, the three players against you are in little ships firing cannonballs at you. Now, the cannonballs have, like, the worst flight patterns and unpredictable arcs, from what I can tell. And it is really balanced, because I've I've seen it both ways, where people either just get knocked off right away or just make it across with no issues. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. I I think being the one... Well, again... Well, not again, but as we both know... It depends 
who your teammates are in a game like that because if you have easy or normal computers chances are they don't know what they're doing and trying to beat one person on the tightrope by yourself is pretty difficult so that's a raw difficult game but i think they remade that in two or three and they called it rainbow run where it's like the same concept um oh i can't remember if that's in two or three though i think that might be three i think so too i think so too three has three extra unlockable games has the star game i think it has rainbow run and then it has that dizzy dinghies game that i didn't know about until i started doing homework for this episode and i was like oh i gotta (laughs) unlock that and then i forgot now i know what i'm doing when we wrap up this episode i totally forgot about the special mini games totally 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 forgot about them i always do because you never play them literally you never play them because you're always playing a party mode uh the last game that i have on my list is uh bobsled run no it's a good one it's just it it's a downhill race uh it's a a button masher to start the race and then you're just trying to steer your bobsled to the end of an icy course if you fall off you lose and it's a 2v2 so it's it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of like communication involved a lot of yelling at each other <laughs> i'm sorry dad i didn't go left <laughs> you were never a varsity athlete <laughs> uh, did you have a, another game yeah i do want to say too because i'm a little snob and i have to correct you sorry um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think in Mario Party 3, once you unlock Rainbow Run, it gets unlocked in party mode too. So it'll come up as an available oh. 1v3 minigame. I'm not sure about the Dizzy Dingies game because I haven't unlocked it yet, but I'll let you know next episode. We always say we're going to do that and we never forget. <laughs> um, never. In my Mario Party 1 last favorite game is Bowl Over. Okay. That's um, a classic. Classic. Can't go wrong. Um,. You're just bowling with Koopa shells, and you got to knock the pins, but the pins got the bad guys' faces on them, bad guys being your opponents, and you get two balls, like a frame of bowling, and, uh, yeah, the goal is to really knock two people out with one ball, ideally all three, but it's pretty hard to do that, so you try to hit two with one, and then regular pins are just a coin, and then on your last ball, you have so much control, too, the tightness of, like, spinning the... I think it's better in two because I think they brought it back in two and it's a little uh, more polished as is the entire right. game. But yeah, Liter- all over. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me, baby. Now, I, I will say there I want to I want to mention a couple of mini games that are actually the worst mini games Please. of all time. Uh, Tug of War is maybe one of the worst mini mini games in a mario party or just any game in general because it is a a hand destroyer it is one of those games where you have to rotate the control stick uh nintendo 64 had a a control stick that was really rough on supple nine-year-old palms (laughs) such as mine so i ended up with blisters on the palms of my hands playing this game Uh, but i feel like tug of war paddle battle and there may have been one or two more games where you had to to rip the uh, the control stick. I can't even think of any others, but maybe Castaways, um, just not not great. Yeah, a lot of a lot of hand destruction. And uh, I, I'm I'm surprised neither of us said this, but there's too many games here that I think like deserve honorable mention. Sure. Uh, 
bumper balls just as like a legacy pick. Yeah, yeah. It it's probably like an i it's probably the most iconic uh, Mario Party mini game. Uh, and there's uh, one game that just destroys me every time. I've I don't know that I've ever beaten it. It's called Limbo Dance. It is a oh. one player mini game. I hate it so much. It makes me want to cry every time. Another game you think you would just get a meatball, hit a home run kind of deal, but nope, can't do it, can't find the rhythm up, I'm dead. Like, every time I've ever played it, I feel the same way. Every time. It makes no sense to me. Uh, It's probably why I've probably never been able to defeat the single-player mode, which is Minigame Island, which just tasks you with playing every single minigame and winning them all. (laughs) Seems hard. A little difficult. It ends with slot car derby, so of course it's difficult. <sighs> wow, you always so hard at the end. Oh, Mario Party one slot car derby. That sounds like hell. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite map, by the way, in uh, in Mario Fa- Party one? Favorite map? I think uh, I gotta go with Yoshi's Tropical Island, just for the aesthetic. I feel calm when I'm there, even though nothing else about the game is very calming. I do love that inner tube that you can get from Bowser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's such a meanie in Mario Party 1. 30 coins. A real piece of shit. You land on a Bow- you land at Bowser's uh, fake star space, and you get a 30-coin Dirty Dan surprise. And he calls it you fat. not great. He's just like, oh, wrong size. You need to lose some weight. And meanwhile, Yoshi just whistles in the saddest possible way. Because <sighs> this was back when Yoshi used to whistle instead of go like beep bow <laughs> someone clip that please <laughs> put that everywhere beep bow exactly my favorite level was peach's birthday cake classic i loved i loved the random uh roulette aspect right off the bat where you possibly could end up in bowserland immediately <laughs> and i and i think the piranha plants are such like a dirty dirty thing they yeah they're basically like, I feel like they're like the, what, what were the the caps? They're basically like capsules from later Mario parties. Yeah, but they were like so, traps. Yeah, but they were so broken. Yeah, they stole stars, didn't they? I think they stole like half of your coins or something like that. Oh shoot! Yeah, it was something wild. It's it's just a good level, by the way. Peach's birthday cake and Yoshi's tropical island both coming to Mario Party All, All Stars. For the that's broken. That's broken. Is that the name of it? All Stars? I thought it was Superstars. Oh, maybe it's Mario Party Superstars, and I'm a dumb boy. You're not a dumb boy. I'm a dumb boy. You just gotta do your studyings. You gotta hit the books. You ready and, to talk about Mario Party Two? Yes, and by hit the books, I mean play more video games. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no, Mario, I, don't, I don't know hmm? how to read. <laughs> Mario Party Two. This is Bill's favorite in the first three, so I'm going to let him take over. Absolutely. Came out beginning of the year in 2000. Mario Party 2 is the follow-up to Mario Party. Really, if you look at it, uh, it is... If if someone were to remake Mario Party 1 a year later and just cleaned up some of the garbage, it would be Mario Party 2. Mario Party 2 features... Uh, six, I want to say six or one, two, three, four, five, six all new maps. Uh, the cool thing about this game is whenever you're playing on a map, all your characters are dressed up 
in like a little costume that matches the map. It's the only Mario Party to ever do this. And it's kind of a shame that they never brought it back. It, it was a really like fun idea. Uh, you play as the same group of six. It's Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Wario, and DK. Yoshi. Uh, they they tweaked some of the items. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like they they fixed the mini games where if you win a mini game, you don't you win your ten coins. But if you lose a mini game, you're not losing any coins. Uh, and boo's still broken, but <laughs> we like that. Not gonna lie, but the the maps were a little bit more dynamic. They were a little bit bigger, and all of the mini games, a lot of them are runbacks from the original game. But there's a handful of games that are new, and the the remakes are tweaked to be improved. And the new games are pretty fun. Uh, and it, it yeah, it's my favorite one. It's the game that I've played the most. Uh, it introduced items to the series including the iconic mushroom which lets you roll two dice blocks uh, and the magic lamp which takes you to a star and it just it's a fun fun time agreed tony what tony uh what what are your favorite mini games in this wonderful adventure um i like shell shocked a lot okay they actually renamed shell shocked for for the uh i think it's coming back for superstars they renamed it yeah they they did they renamed it to tanks a lot i believe oh that's that's funny though all right all right i'll give them a pass that's funny uh but shell shocked you play as it's a four-player minigame you play as four people in a tank and you gotta you have what two hit points yeah you're all in the goal corners. is to be the last one standing. You're shooting each other with tanks in a little 3D arena. It's a fun time. It's fun. Yeah, there's little stuff you could use to... Little pipes and, and walls you could use to kind of protect yourself. You could do a lob shot or a straight shot. And it's it's it's, it's a real good game. Real good it game. Get, you, can, you can do some strafing. Yeah, you could strafe a little bit. Yeah, it's... Some of the... Honestly, Shellshocked is one of the more deep minigames... With like actual like metas you can apply. Yeah, how about you? Uh, Give me a. I have a ton for Mario Party too. Um, I went with Hexagon Heat. Okay. Okay. Hexagon Heat is a legacy pick. Uh, Toad says I think is the first uh, from Mario Party, but you're playing on literally seven hexagons over a pool of lava, and each one is a different color. Toad holds up a flag. It's a four-player mini game last one or you just got to get to the tile before the rest of the tiles drop into the lava last person standing wins it's a platformer it's good see i like that game a lot because i feel like i'm pretty good at stuff like that but i hate the fact that you could mess with each other so you know he'll hold up the yellow flag and i'll run to it and then someone will get there and i'll land on their head and now you're in this weird like bouncing midair kind of like oh am i landing yep. am i gonna land and i've lost like 90 percent of the games of that oh the simply. whole meta is to force people into the air because it's so uncomfortable up there yeah i hate it i hate it but part of the game and it's a good one um i like this now this is a a, a remake too except this one is hugely hugely is that a word much better 
in Mario Party 2 for one reason. The name of the game is Shy Guy Says, and basically, you're all floating in the air. You each have a little balloon that's holding you up in the sky, and you have this archer, um, shy guy, and or I think in the second one it's a pirate ship or something. It doesn't matter. You're the, all uh, the pirate ship is the first one. He's like a little cupid in the sky in the second one. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, you're on your deathbed either way, basically, and uh, <laughs> and and this little monster is in complete control of your life or death um, determination here, and uh, or decision, and basically he holds up a flag. If he holds up the white flag, there's an A on it. You hit the A button. If he holds up the B flag, it's a red flag with a B on it, not an animal B or a bug, but the letter B, silly goose. And then uh, you hit B, and basically <laughs> you do that. He gives you a good window to hit it. Even if someone else hits it before you, you can still hit it. That's fine, except sometimes. <laughs> He's a dirty dog, isn't he? sure is bill because sometimes in the first one he'll throw up both flags at the same time and then he'll do a little fakie but in the second one he does what i call the double fakie and that is just that is where that's your bread and butter that that's does that's he go like left win. right left yeah he'll be like a b putting b down oh putting a down actually you shouldn't have thought i was only gonna go for the single fakie that's where you uh. make your money yeah, and they only oh. have that Mario Party too, and that is uh, makes a world of difference because my friend and I, while we were taking notes, while I was taking notes, and I forced him to play. I mean, asked him to play <laughs> with me. Um, we played the shy guy says from Mario Party one for like ten minutes because we just wouldn't die, and then I died, and I was like, what a waste of time that was. Oh wow! Like that'll just keep going, huh? He doesn't yeah, do the double fakearoo. There's no double fakearoo, bro. So it's just, oh. it's so easy to just get in the rhythm. And it's pretty forgiving with if someone hits it first, it's not like, up oh, they hit it first, you lost. It's like, all right, I'm a little late to the party, but the door's still right. open. So let's have another round and show me a single fakey and we'll do this until four in the morning and then I will get tired and lose. Your turn. I like it. Uh, I like Toad in the Box. I love Toad uh, in the Box. Toad in the Box is kind of a rhythm game. You're standing on a pedestal, and you have a dice block over you, and the dice block is rotating between four images. It's a four-player minigame, and there is a toad, a bowser, a piranha plant, and a chain chomp, and you want to hit the toad block five times to win. Uh, however, each successive hit you hit with toad, the dice rolls a little bit faster, so it's harder to make the hit. So it gets really frantic on, like, the level four and five blocks. And I, I do like it when it, it kind of has that, like, little bit of a random aspect at the end. Yeah, that fifth block is real hard to hit. The first four are all relatively like, all right, I got it, I got it. But the fifth one, you're like, all right, I'm closing my eyes and praying right now. Just ripping it, ripping it. I do like what you that. What you got? That's uh... it's fun. That's, that's a, I'm in the green with win percentage on that game, which is pretty rare. So we just finished talking about Toad in the Box. Tony, what is uh, your your next game? Do you know what game I love? Dizzy Dancing. Dizzy Dancing, it's fun. It is a four-player game. It is a short game. It's one of the quickest mini-games out there. Uh, you're, tell them how it goes. Uh, you're like a... 
It's like drunk Jack in the box, kinda. There's just like da 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 da. Except all your characters are all a little boozed up, and uh, and basically you have to jump on um a platform and then jump and achieve the. I think it's like a music note on top of the. It's, it's like a little like a, treble clef. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a treble clef. Yeah, it's just a a big mushroom with a treble clef, or if you prefer. Probably not the pro strat. There are little mushrooms around the big mushroom that you could jump on one of those and then jump on the big mushroom. Um, but I think you can get on the main one without it. But basically... Um, Wait, mushrooms? Yeah, I think there's... I thought the- Dizzy Dancing was the one where you're on a record. Oh, you are on a record. What am I talking about then? There, You know what? I think there's a mini game in one of the GameCube ones where you do have to jump up onto mushrooms. There's like a second layer. But it is very similar to Dizzy Dancing. Oh man, now I'm tripping out trying to remember. Hold on, got now I gotta look it up. Now I'm I'm not gonna be able to continue the podcast until <laughs> until I figure this out because that's a that's a huge blunder right there. What am I talking about? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're on a record. So so what am I talking about with the mushroom? What game is that? I, my guess is that's Mario Party. Five, maybe? I could have sworn there was something like that earlier on, but... Alright, irrelevant. Maybe four? I think it was N64 era, but I can't... Man, I gotta go play through all the games again, or just go on the Wikipedia and look up all the games. But, you're right, it is the music note, and uh, yeah, basically you jump up onto a, a record, and then you um, just have to get the note. Seems easy, except... Um, except... Be- because you're all intoxicated and whatnot, you're so dizzy from spinning around on the record, and you get flung off of it, that uh, the control stick doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Everything is actually, every input is a different direction, so you basically have to figure out which way is the way you need to go, which is just like a straight diagonal to the note. Um, that's and I feel like much- it's randomized, too, like what direction you're going to be facing. I think like it what is. direction your controls go, rather. Yeah, it is every time. So you pretty much just like I pretty much just always hold like down or like if I'm on the top, I hold up and hope that it just sends me like diagonally straight to it. But it's it's kind of a chance game. But it's also if no one else lucked out on the first input, you could kind of like quickly recover it and try to get there. It's a fun game. It is a fun game. How about my you? next my next game that I like is uh, Look Away. Ooh. Look Away is a one versus three mini game, and it's the concept is just like it says. You want to look away. Uh, the one person is trying to look the same direction as the three other players, and the goal is to not be looking the same direction as the one. As long as you survive, what, five rounds, you win? Think, yeah, five rounds because it's so damn impossible for the one person. <laughs> And you can go up, down, left, right, or straight ahead. And uh, you know what? I I feel like this one's pretty close. Like, I, I feel like the one isn't at a severe disadvantage. Really? Yeah. I just feel like you could change. When I say you could change at the last second, I mean, like, millisecond. You could be, like, left, no, down, no, up. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like so hard to copy some i feel like most of the time it's just like a, a roll of the dice kind of be like oh, i hope i 
do nothing and then I'm going to change at the last second and hope they change into the same thing that I do and also that they're not fast enough to then change again. It's For me, it's tough. That's fair. And, and I noticed that we haven't, besides Crazy Cutter and Facelift, we haven't picked the same game so far, which is pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, it's because Mario Party 2 is just, it's got such a good set of mini games. There are very few bad ones. My next, uh, what was your next one? I got f- Filet re- Relay. Oh, Filet Relay. I almost picked that, actually, instead of Look Away, so I'm glad we're talking about it. <laughs> I love it. You're just a big penguin or little penguins, and you got to get a piece of fish to mama penguin, and doing something by yourself is way easier than doing it with two other people. <laughs> but <laughs> but if you got to, you got to. So it's a 1v3. And what are you just? You're just ripping the A button, but you have to not hit it too fast, or you'll slip and fall over. Exactly. And there's some little obstacles, like guys throwing snowballs at one point, little hills, and yeah, it's fun. It's not too crazy, but it's a good tempo game, and it's like Rock and Raceway kinda. I think that's a number three, but yeah, you you have to keep a good tempo, but not go too fast, otherwise you get punished for that too. I love that game. What do you that's got? A good one. I got uh balloon burst i like balloon burst it's it's simple you're just it's a 2v2 mini game you're trying to blow up a balloon the fastest and you're alternating it's either like a and z or a and b and you just have to pump in a good rhythm and first person first team to blow up the balloon wins i love that game nothing wrong with that and it's funny because as the balloon inflates the character you're inflating i think it's bowser in this one uh, his face like gets more and more distorted and like in pain as you're inflating, so it's really funny. <laughs> he looks very, very constipated. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and then he goes boom, and then uh, you have to clean up his poo. It, it's and pretty gross. It's actually a second mini game. It's like a two part. Mi- right, never mind. Next game is um, Archer Rival. Ooh. I hate Archer Rival. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty hard for the the three people because you have yeah. computers that uh basically one person the one is an archer and they're shooting arrows. They load an arrow, shoot an arrow at three little moving pieces of wood with characters on them and there's also like two extra pieces that are just mm-hmm. like computers and they will block you and get you killed basically and if you hit them as the archer you get an extra coin i think but it's crucial that you don't hit them because as you're trying to strafe they will follow you and block you into the corner and then you will lose and yeah right. i it, like i like it. as long as the archer doesn't take out the boo and the bowser jr you're usually in a good spot because they'll trap you pretty easily yeah, that's a good and game. And if you're We're... playing if you're playing with computers, it's even worse cuz <laughs> like you can't communicate with them and they will trap you. Yes, yes they will. I love how we're going to all like the advanced strats that we use for each of these mini games. It's just people would be like, "Yeah, Mario Party is so fun. There's like games in it and a board and um yeah, and then Mario Party It's all Party about too. the mini games. Oh, it's entirely. Yeah. The rest of the game is dice rolling. Um cockamamie garbage and luck and it's not you know it's very dice rolling dependent i think it all comes down to the mini games and the battle mini games and uh absolutely that wasn't meant to be a mean impression of anyone particularly that's just how some um you know simple-minded you know non-serious gamers would they're not simple-minded they're nice people 
some uh, not as intense gamers as your boy over here and I would uh, probably describe <laughs> a game such as this. Next game, um, what do you got? All right, uh, last game. This was tough because there was a lot of good games to pick from still, but the last game that I picked was Speed Hockey. Yes, I hope you're going to say that because I have two left and Speed Hockey's one of them. Oh, man, Speed Hockey, it is a... What is the best way to describe it? It is like a like Hell? a foosball uh, hockey top-down style game, 2v2. You have two guys on a vertical slider, and you have to protect your goal. You have a, a red shell bouncing around kind of haphazardly, and it's kind of like Pong with two paddles, and it's just a lot of fun. You get to... Uh, get to work with a teammate and after like two or three ricochets that shell is going furiously <laughs> there's no game that i've lost more times that i like as much as speed hockey can't win for the life of me so fun though every time love it love it to death what's your death uh is, that death is every time i play it <laughs> <laughs> actually and uh yeah, I guess my last game. Well, I did. I wrote specifically all of the dual mini games because they're all good and all um, board specific, um, which I think is really cool. And I, you can't go wrong with any of them. Most of the time, they're uh, they're just all great. I don't know if you want to go into describing them, but uh, they're they're just one v one mini games where it's usually some sort of, you know, either button mashing, button combination pressing, timing, uh, and you know, you you put a wager on these battles. They usually happen towards the end of the uh, the game. During the last ten turns, if you land on the same space as another player, you can challenge them to a duel. And they're a lot of fun. My favorite of them is Time Bomb, which is trying to get as close to zero as possible on a timer that is invisible. Tony, do you have a favorite duel minigame? Uh, they're all good. I love that one, and, uh, I love them all. Honestly, they're all so good. They're so good. I, I do want to give honorable mention to one that just, I feel like, is it, like, maybe one of the more iconic ones out of this game that we didn't really talk about, and that was, uh, Bowser's Big Blast. It's a battle uh, mini game. Oh, don't start with that. It is one of the worst mini games because it is completely random, and it is a, uh, a free-for-all, uh, last man standing. There are five levers, and one of the five levers is attached to a giant bomb in the background. And players take turns pressing levers until the bomb explodes. And then when that player is eliminated, the game resets with one fewer lever. And last person standing wins the battle mini game. And there is no strategy here. None. Pick a it's color. Com- completely random. How bad? That really just gives you a, you know, an entire look at the game, you know, in its entirety when they throw a game in there like that, you know, they're just like, oh yeah, they're, you know, this is how, how much luck is in this game. Right. We have games like this, but I don't know, maybe you take the, the bad with the good, but I don't think a game like that needs to be in there. And this is the game, by the way, that uh, Rainbow Run is in oh it's in number two it's in number two yeah appreciate you what are the three all right let let, let me wait until we get to mario party three but i'm pretty sure there are three yeah. unlockable games and i want to know what those are 
but the last thing uh, that I want to talk about is there was a single player mode in this one as well. It was called the Minigame Coaster. It was very similar to Minigame Island, and you just went through all of the minigames, and the name of the game is to, to win him, and you got to get to the end of the coaster. And at the end, you play a version of Shellshocked that is you versus three Bowser called Baby Bowser Shellshocked. Dude, my friend and I actually beat this, which was a huge accomplishment for us. We oh, rotated. That's, a, that's awesome. That is a hard thing to do, especially if uh, one of those mini games was Mecha Marathon. Dude, I, I you I know suck this so hard uh, at that awful, game. Awful, awful. I beat it, dude. I don't know how. I am awful at that game, and we literally took turns with games like i'm bad at skateboard scamper and games like that where you have to keep tapping a and then tap b or vice versa or whatever yeah he took care of all those i took care of some of the games that he wasn't as good at and we literally got through it and he was dumbfounded that i beat mecha marathon because he does a strat where he like runs his fingers over a and b and goes like left center right back like center left and just basically like skims the buttons with his fingers and he says he could never beat it and i just sat there and just tapped them at the same time and we know better than anyone else our friend tyler is a <laughs> stud at i was Mecha about Marathon. to say <laughs> tyler might be close to having the world record for Mecha Marathon. i'm not even exaggerating how the hell does he do that he is a he is legendary at Mario Party 2 though. I'm not going to lie. Like he has all of the strats down. He is ferocious and Mecha Marathon is where he separates from the rest of the pack. No chance. Don't even pick up the controller when you're playing that game against him. Yeah, no. He's he's got you beat in by like a country mile. <laughs> a darn country mile. And this is definitely, of all the Mario Parties, this is the Mario Party I've played the most. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, it's up there for me, only to be beaten by uh, a, another Mario Party. Well, would you like to talk about that Mario Party? Yeah, I do. Alrighty. Well, coming up next is Mario Party 3, Tony's favorite Mario Party game. And it came out the very next year, 2001. The, it was the last game to come out for the Nintendo 64, uh, Mario Party game, rather, to come out for the Nintendo 64. Uh, this game introduced two new characters as well. You could play as your classic Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Wario, Donkey Kong, but added in were Princess Daisy and my boy, Wah, Luigi. Of Yoshi. Course. Yoshi's there. He's fine. Thank you, thank you. But he ain't no Waluigi, you know what Dude, I'm saying? Stop, stop that. I'm just saying, this game uh, has one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six boards as well. Uh, no Bowser board, which is kind of a shocker. I feel like most other games have a Bowser board. It's got that and Waluigi board instead. It do got that Waluigi board. Oh, last thing on Mario Party 2, real quick. What's your favorite board? Ooh, too late on Mario Party 3. Just kidding. Western ah. land. Oh, nice. I like space land. It's 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 great. For me, it was between western land and horror land, but western, I, I just like that repeating endless music, and uh, space land is great, too. They're all good, really, right? Yeah, tough to find a bad one there. But uh, we got six boards here. We got a handful of new uh, mini games. Uh, they have 
a dual mode, which they added. They have dual boards, which were 2v2 Mario Party board games, where you played all dual minigames, I'm guessing? The the du- the dual games were 1v1s, actually. They were like, uh, instead of landing on a space and battling, or maybe if you land on a space with someone, that's what in- yeah initiates it, or getting a dual glove. You, well, uh, did you... Did you play the dual boards? Oh, yeah. Those are like the... Yeah, that's like was, when you play the like main mini, story mode. It was like a mini 1v1. Yeah. And they were in story mode as well. Yeah. Oh, This that's... game actually had a story mode too, which is kind of cool. That's what put it over the top for me. Sorry to misconstrue everything you were just saying. No, no, no. You're good. I'm sorry, dude. Do you not want to do this podcast with me anymore? Just say it. It's over. I quit. <sighs> Are you kidding, dude? I'm sorry. Fine. Fine. But I'm on thin ice. Fine. What's your favorite board from Mario Party 3? Favorite board from Mario Party 3? It's probably Woody Woods. That's fair. I love Woody Woods. It, it, it's like the one it's I the play safe the most, choice. but I actually... Hmm? I feel like it's the safe choice. I feel like it's like everybody's favorite sort of thing. <laughs> like it's the basic pick, but... It's a good level. It is. It's really solid. It's not very gimmicky, except for the arrows, and they are pretty detrimental to, you know, if you succeed in the <laughs> game or not. But aside from that, <laughs> I don't know. I like Waluigi's Island the most, but um, but Waluigi's I digress. Island is cool. Um, and I only um, ask you that to get off the topic of um, you being angry at me. But um, but Mario Party 3 <laughs> did um, introduce story mode. And I think this is why it's my favorite. Because it just... Everything about it... Let me... let me. I think this is the best way I could put it. There is... Besides the game inherently being luck-based in, in the game being what it is. I don't think there's any... Thing wrong with Mario Party 2. I don't... I think Mario it's Party just Mario Party 2 like, or Mario Party 3? Mario Party 2. Like, I, I preface this with that because I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's like Pokemon I, Blue I, and Red, you know what I mean? But then Gold I and think Silver Mario come Party out. 2... I think Mario Party 2 just kind of, like, cleaned up and perfected what Mario Party 1 wanted to be. Yeah. And it, Mario Party 3 kind of evolved on that exactly it's just like you know what nothing wrong with this but we could take it a step up even somehow and uh kind of like pokemon generations right like one is like a 10 out of 10 but two and three are also both 10s like somehow mario party 3 was like all right yeah we got it but with the times somehow we're still on 64 it's been one year but now here's a story mode some uh kind of like cut cut scenes where you're talking to different characters and and trying to figure out this very very basic but neat to have in the game storyline and then you have the battle like the dual maps you're playing 1v1 which is a completely different dynamic you get partners and they attack and one's in the front you can put them in the back and they have different stats and, and that just put the game to like a whole nother level for me and uh actually humble brag um years and years ago probably in my diddy kong racing um ramp when i was trying to beat that game i actually beat mario party 3 on very hard um the Ooh. whole story mode which took dang 
a little while, but yeah, I, I was like, this is my favorite Mario Party, I really think I could do it, and after four years, I did it, no, I'm just kidding, after like a, a month or so, I think I finally did it, but love this game. I, I think it has the best variety of mini games as well, I think it's got, because a lot of the mini games, especially like in Mario Party 1, have like, there's very few mechanics involved, so they can get a little repetitive, even if it's different mini games. Hmm. Uh, and and two just basically was a better version of one. Three really went into the mini games and decided to like change it up and really add a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, which which was really cool. What's your favorite? What are your favorite uh, mini games here? Oh, all right, here we go. Snowball Summit. Snowball Summit's great. It's a four-player mini game. That's the snowball fight one, right? Oh yeah, you so good. You build a snowball and you gotta hit someone with it, but they could build one at the same time. And if they hit each other, even if yours is bigger than theirs, unless it's much bigger than theirs, most of the time they will cancel out. Otherwise, if it's like really big and you go to hit them, it'll just knock them off this mountain, and then they're gone. And uh. Yeah, sometimes you could just kind of hit them with a plethora of small ones to mess up their rhythm. There's a a little, um, well, strat in there, I think, right? And it's, uh, I don't yeah. know, the computers mostly get in the way as they do, but uh, it's still one of my favorites. It's a solid one. I, I, I like it. That one's making a return into Superstars as well. Yes. My my pick here is Frigid Bridges. Yes, dude. I, I love platformy type mini games and frigid bridges is a four-player mini game where you have to run along a very thin narrow path uh, trying to build a bridge using two blocks to get to this center island and you have to go over this winding path with cheap cheeps trying to jump at you and everything and it is just a fun platforming game really just it, it, it's it's one of my favorites for sure I love it. It's not on my list, but that is a game where I feel very comfortably playing. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that game. Um, my, I think my favorite game in the whole game, and this is just kind of biased because I like golfing, but Chip Shot Challenge. It's, it's uh, on my list. Yes, bro. <laughs> Chip Shot Challenge is so good. Tell them what it is. It is so oddly difficult, but it basically... <laughs> You are on a little island, and you have one chance. You have one meter that controls accuracy and power, and you have to hit a ball as close to, if not into, a golf hole on a separate island. And, uh, yeah, basically it's either a flat, and that's pretty easy, or it's a hill. But either way, it's still pretty hard because it's hard to line up the shot. And if you go first, you're really in trouble. And, uh, but it's just, it's your golf, and you get a nice, nice try to hole-in-one, and I love the damn game. Tony gets to play Mario Golf in Mario Party 3, and that's actually why it's his favorite game. (laughs) I think we're going to have a lot of the same games in this list, actually. Uh, my pick is Mario's Puzzle Party. (sighs) Good one. It, 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 I mean, it's, it's Tetris Attack, basically, uh, but in a quick Mario Party minigame format, you know, it's a four-player minigame. It's very uh, Tetris-y where blocks are coming down, and it's just color matching. You can swap your block colors around, and first to 100 points is the winner. 
I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Yeah. I hold down the entire time. That's all I do is just hold down from the, <laughs> the second that game's and I've won that game like seven to eight out of ten times. <laughs> it's hey, broken. if it works. If it works. That's so funny. Uh what do you got next? I got Waterworld. Okay. Okay. Might be my favorite game actually over Chip Shot Challenge. Something basically you're just racing little like toy boats? Toy boats, yeah, but it's like the feel of it is you have to take the turn a certain way, but you're you're still coasting on the water so you don't get to break like a typical uh uh what's it called when you're going on um it, when it you're almost, racing. It almost looks like a uh, like like those old like micro machine racing games. Yes, yes. Where it was like that isometric top down ish race where like even though the course is turning to the right because of the way you're driving, you still have to turn left, sort of thing. Yes, exactly. The mechanics are, are a little bit different from like a slot car derby kind of feel, and it's right. I, you have to work on your acceleration and braking is in rhythm you know with your uh your turning and stuff and i'm pretty sure and this is something i didn't find out until i was um looking up the the game list but there's a game called dizzy dinkies i guess it's an unlockable game and it looks just like a a, a fuller version like a, a broader like track of Waterworld. it looks like you're in the same car and it looks like it's just it, it like looks a like the thing. same boat yeah I really want to unlock it. That's something I'm going to do tonight, actually, for sure, and we'll talk oh, about nice. it. Oh, perfect. Um, but yeah, I love Waterworld. That that might be my favorite game. Nice. How about you? My next game that I have here is Eats a Pizza, baby. Yeah. Yes, that's on mine. Eats a Pizza is a two v two mini game. It is a spiritual successor to buried treasure which is a mini game in the first game it's a four-player mini game where you are digging through a path and trying to get to a treasure box uh eats a pizza takes the same exact concept except it is first person to eat or first team to uh eat their half of the pizza pie uh, are declared winners and it, it it's just it's just such a fun game you gotta to get eat. every last crumb bro you gotta every crumb every crumb the computers always miss a bite. <laughs> they always. they're not paisans. They are not paisans. They are not your friends, even <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> even when they're on it. your team, it is just yelling. Oh, it's even worse when they're on your team. Yeah, you you just expect so much more. It's 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 rough stuff, real rough stuff. Um, what do you think about locked out? Did that make your list? Locked out. Locked Out is great. Basically, there are four players and three doors and three keys that work with the corresponding door. So the door might have a star on it. And then there are eight keys dropped on a board. And three of them will have stars on it. And then some oh, will have mushrooms and, and like it, a flower It's like a musical, musical chairs type. It, it, it's kind of like that. But you basically have to be the quick... It, it, yeah, everyone picks a chair pretty much, except in this case it's a key. So, I mean, if you spawn all the way to the right and there are keys to the left, you're kind of in trouble. In but, trouble, yeah. 
but you can attack people in the game. So it's like, alright, are we going to go after the same key? Am I safe to just get the key? And if I run to a door, I claim that door, I'm on to the next round. Or is someone going to go after it? Should I, I don't have a chance at it. Should I just wait until they get it and then try to hit them? Which is pretty hard to do. But it's uh just its own, like a lot of these games, it's its own little intricate, very well done game that, uh, Right. You have to put some skill into, and I really, I really, really like those games, and I think the games that are like that in Mario Parties, and all Mario Parties, and there are a lot of them, I think they just make Mario Party what it is. You know, I think it makes it a playable game, strictly because of the good mini games. Absolutely. And there's a reason that a lot of these mini games are coming back to Superstars, man. God, I'm so excited for that game. Yeah, I am too. We gotta play that when it comes out. Can we please oh, one- do that? Yes, 100%. I don't Absolutely care about will. winning or losing. I, I don't want to think about that and be like, oh, but I just want to play. play. Yeah, I just want to. We got to get play. like, uh, we got to get like Tyler and Maddie and and just have the four of us go ham or something. That'd be great. Yeah, we could, we could definitely definitely find people to play with. That's not a problem. Oh my gosh! So my last game, by the way, is uh, TikTok Hop. Such a good it, one. It's a dual mini game, one v one, and. You are on a clock face, and it is the same clock face as TikTok Clock from Super Mario 64. And you are on the big hand, which is slowly rotating, while the little hand quickly rotates, and you have to jump over the little hand. And it gets real hectic towards the end. Apparently, the game can end in a draw if everybody reaches 99 jumps, which does not happen. Pretty rare. Pretty damn rare. <laughs> Um, that is on my list as well, actually, except I wrote TikTok clock, like the Mario Kart map. The level, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I love that one, and, uh, I think the, I had three more on here, Log Jam is one of them, where someone puts a log down, and it's either A, B, or Z, and then you hit that button, and then the other person has an axe, and you hit that button, and you chop the wood in half. I think that yep. game's great. I like Storm Chasers. It's a battle game where there's a cloud that's raining, and you're holding a piranha plant, and you're trying to follow the cloud and uh, catch the rain to help your piranha plant grow, but there are Monty Moles coming from the ground, and if you hit one of them, you'll trip and fall. And I don't know if you lose water, but you definitely lose time in... in I don't know, you kind of have to strat that, like, oh, it's going to change direction, the cloud, or it's going to bounce off that wall when it hits the invisible boundary, and you just, I love that game. In my last game, probably my favorite out of all of them is Vine with me. It's a a 1v1 where you're just swinging from vine to vine, but some are longer, some are shorter, and that's it, and you just got to time it out, and sometimes you could skip a vine if you're pro, and last one to the end, first one to the end is the winner, last one is... A freaking loser. What else do you wow. want me to say? If you don't make it, that's it. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Damn. Sorry. I feel like a real loser. No, don't, dude. You, you know what game is like that, and it just it makes you feel terrible when you're stuck with a computer? <laughs> Picking Panic. Oh, yeah. You need, you need a good teammate. You need a good teammate for that one. It is basically... That might be like my least favorite minigame when a computer's involved is picking panic (laughs) just it is not good uh i also don't love cheap cheap chase awful game another skateboard scamper i feel like it is the worst skateboard scamper of the three uh just because like the physics are a little weird and the hitboxes are wonky as heck 
Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of my least favorite games, too. Can't wait for that one to come to Mario Party Superstars, launching it, October 29th on <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> see, the 90-10 rule. The 90-10 rule of Nintendo strikes again. <laughs> you have like a thousand mini games. How about don't put the bad ones in? Except what if people actually like that mini game is the problem. I know, yeah, that's that's the argument. It, so it, it I should guess just I be that. It should just be Bill and Tony pick the games. Thank you. It's what we've been saying for years. Years. Anything else you'd like to add about Mario Party Three? Capping off the uh, Nintendo 64 library of Mario Party games. I don't think so. I really like the way we kind of gave an overview of the game and, and how they started and improved on one another, and then you know went down into the mini games, which yeah, I think we both can agree on are the most important part of uh, Mario Parties. So yeah, I think we yeah I like the way we covered it. I feel good about our descriptions. I feel like uh, new listeners or new Mario Party players would get a good understanding, and I am good. Me too, man. Uh, If you have any chance to play one of the three Nintendo 64 games on the original hardware, definitely go for it, but if you do own a Nintendo Switch, Mario Party All-Stars is coming out at the end of the month. Superstars. Mario Party Superstars. I'm going to call it (laughs) Mario Party All-Stars until the day I die, I swear to God. (laughs) I'm just not... It, it it's just not gonna land for me ever. That's I will, all right. I will take that to the grave. Uh, so wag of the finger to me for mispronouncing Mario Party Superstars on the regular. <laughs> I won't wag my finger at you, but um, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, you got a tip of the hat? Not this week. Sorry. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> It's all wags. It's all wags. It's all wags. No, tip of the hat to the the nice boys at GameStop that hooked me up with a really cool um, promo posters that they had of Charmander and Squirtle. The other employee took the Bulbasaur, but I've been going into GameStop saying you have a 25th anniversary Pikachu poster in the front. When you guys take those down, is there any way to go about like asking for that or claiming that? And they're just like, most of the time with posters, they're just like, oh yeah, we could take your name and number and when we take it down, we'll call you. And I'm like, thanks so much. This time, like five GameStops are like, oh, sorry, someone already claimed it. Like day one, it was claimed. Right. And, and one employee was like, do we still have the other ones in the back? Would you mind to go checking? And the kid went and checked, comes out with these fly-ass posters that that uh, they had above the counter in the back and now your boy's got a couple nice posters you can see what they look like on my instagram at the poker rapper that's also yo, my tiktok they, they look cool as heck and i'm not gonna lie your switch collection that you have on your instagram looks fly so Dude, definitely go you. go check out tony's page at the poker rapper uh the man's also on tiktok so show him some love guys Thank you. I kind of feel weird when I make a TikTok and then I just put it on Instagram. I feel like that's kind of like dirty, but cheating. Just, yeah, kind of, but I don't know. I'm starting to dig TikTok more. Like I don't know what happened. I have 3,000 followers on Instagram. But my pictures get 20 likes, you know. So like where where are all these people, you know? Where'd you go? Everyone went to TikTok. It's because that Instagram uh, algorithm changed. Everything got real weird with it. Really? 
It all, it all, listen, I blame them getting rid of the, the new image feature where you could search by most recent posts. Because oh, that's where you were able to find that. They got rid of it during the election cycle to like prevent whatever. So, uh, but like ever since then, like I don't think Instagram has ever really recovered. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, I used to. I remember in 2014 when I really started getting into it. I like loved Instagram. And then it was really, really good progress. Getting followers felt like cool. About if I ever did something to promote, and I'm like, oh, I have stuff to promote. Oh, it's it's gone. Can't do it now. So I'm like, all right. But yeah, I don't know. Wag of the finger to Instagram, I guess. <laughs> Tip of the hat to. Uh... Just uh, again to the folks behind Animal Crossing, you know, you might have heard of them, a small company called Nintendo, uh, just for really blessing the Animal Crossing universe with everything that they deserve. Um, and also a backdoor wag of the finger for charging other people forty nine ninety nine for <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online with the feature being Animal Crossing DLC. <laughs> Interesting chess move, Nintendo, one that I... <laughs> don't like call that one the 50 50 rule 50 <laughs> percent of the game for you 50 more dollars for us <laughs> oh no that's that actually works and i hate it <laughs> shout out to pokemon sword and the shield <laughs> oh no the game's only good if you pay 90 dollars to play it Dude, that conversation we hadn't talked in like a year, and then we talked about that forever. We're just like, it's a subpar $60 experience, good $90 experience. And I was like, dude, weren't Fire Red and Leaf Green like $40, and those games are absolutely insane? They are. Fire Red and Leaf Green may be like the best, like the most jam packed remakes. Like, My favorite. One of them. They're Fire so, Red. They're so good. Haven't played either one of them in over a decade easily but but i miss them yeah i think fire red's the pokemon main series game that i've played the most actually in my life Ooh, wow uh it's probably for me uh probably gen 3 probably emerald wow yeah that's great <laughs> i didn't have emerald growing up so when i got it you know years ago i played it and i was like wow this is fantastic yeah it's a fun one it is a really fun one i, uh, I actually oh go ahead yeah. go ahead no 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 you you you, you. I have two more wags, actually. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask you about your wags. Couple more, couple more. We got yeah. Sonic Arby's thing. We got the Nintendo Online. We got Instagram. That was kind of spur of the moment, but that's fine. Um, and then uh, a couple more. One off topic, one on somewhat. I want a, a huge wag, and I don't know whose decision this was, but Dollar Tree has announced that they are going to be increasing their prices, and some things are going to be over a dollar. What? This is, yeah, you didn't hear about this? Uh-uh, but I'm ready to burn this mother down. <laughs> <laughs> you drive up in your Mercedes. How could you do that? Um, I'm, I'm pissed off now. Dude, Family Dollar, Dollar General, all these stores, Five Below, like, they're not... Uh, five Below is a stupid one to throw in there. But all those stores that have Dollar in the name all sell stuff for more than a dollar. Except Dollar Tree. Forever, it's been either a dollar or less. But now, they are falling victim to 
whatever kind of inflation or, or anything that's happening. And wow, what a heartbreaker for me. I love that store. Ugh. It now, I, I don't know, man. That's that's I, a tough I'm, one for me to swallow. I'm sorry. That's 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 tragic. <sighs> um, Hate yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, that, that's all. I, I don't want to start crying, so I'm just gonna go on to the last wag of the finger. Yeah. And uh, last week, we gave a, a big tip of the hat to who we call, and I quote, Daddy Sakurai. Um, but, That's his name. But a game came out a couple days ago, um, about a week ago, I think, uh, actually, called Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah. And, and from what I've seen so far, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but... A couple players playing it, like Melee pros, said that it's actually faster than Melee. Um, and the it looks like the text and the game mechanics are real good. And I didn't buy first. I was all gung-ho on it. I'm like, I'm going to buy this game. I hope it's really, really good, better than Ultimate. And then I saw these Melee pros playing it, and I'm like, honestly, this is another game that I'm going to get my ass kicked in. It doesn't matter if it's Melee or Ultimate or Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or any fighting game. I'm bad at it. If it's even faster than Melee, I have even less of a chance. So I don't want the damn game. But I will say I'm... It got me thinking, and I'm really upset that Ultimate took the path that it did because the game has input lag, and Nintendo and Sakurai there are aware of it, and they did nothing to change it, and that really bothers me because 90-10 rule, you did everything right. You made never... No one has ever come close to putting the amount of characters, especially from different IPs and different companies, into a single game. You managed to do all that, but you can't make the game, like, competitively as good, as close to perfect as it can be. It's literally input lag. Why is that in the game? Take it out and you have one of the best creations of all time. One of the best games ever made, and they won't fix it, and for that... I, that's awful. That's so bad. That just like tarnishes that entire game. They, and I was thinking about have it a, all week. They have a banned character already too. Do they really? Yeah, Michelangelo uh, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is banned because he has like a an infinite jump and he can stall out any battle like for free. Wow. Did you get that game? Uh, I did not. Uh, I think the game looks terrible. I think it looks <laughs> like like aesthetic. Like it. Listen. It looks like trash. It it looks like one of those like browser games that you see on nick.com. Like how is this a current gen game? It it looks awful. Um there's no licensed music. There's no licensed voices. Everything about it seems like bad to me. That's fair. Uh not to be harsh about the game, but god, I just do not like what I'm looking at. <laughs> But does it play well? If people say that it plays really well, I could overlook literally everything else about it. <laughs> All the aesthetics. I could be playing with literally any of the like characters that didn't make my characters that should be put in Smash list. Like, I don't know, Little Debbie, um, Mother Listen, Teresa. If, like, if they don't it, add Guy Fieri <laughs> to, to the roster via DLC, I don't want it. I could fight with like different colored crayons if it's a good game. I wouldn't even care. You know what I That's mean? Fair. Like, 
But although how how good would like a food wars fighting game? You have like yeah, Guy Fieri, you got your Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Who else cooks? That's it, I think. That that's that's it. Uh Eric Cartman as Gordon Ramsay. Ooh. Chef. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Swedish chef from the Muppets. Ooh. Give me your yeah, best no, impression of him. Bork, bork, dork, spork, bork, mork, dork, bork, horgish morgan. 10 out of 10. He speaks German, right? I have no idea. I don't know what language Swedish people speak. <laughs> it's a burden. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, are, are we all out of wags at this point in time, or are we still wagging? Oh, man. I, I have a couple more, but it, it, I have one more, but it's not. I, have, I, I, I literally have a couple more on the screen, but it's for another day. I think they could wait there for another day. I got one little tip of the hat to, to ease us out of this. this too many. Too, one negative. tip too many. Listen, I got a tip to Taco Bell because they're bringing back the nacho cheese Doritos cheesy gordita crunch, baby. I love the cheesy gordita crunch. It's one of my favorite items at Taco Bell, and they are adding a Doritos Locos gordita crunch, where instead of a regular taco shell, it's a Dorito taco shell, and that is incredible. That's fine. I, I like as a vegetarian that Taco Bell will substitute any other. I don't even know if it's real meat, but they'll substitute it with like black bean stuff. And I don't really like cheese. I don't really like tacos that much. Their black bean much. stuff is actually good. It makes me feel bad when I eat it, but it tastes okay. Yeah, it doesn't taste bad. I've actually i I sub out meat for beans on crunch wraps. Okay, okay. And it's a pretty solid situation. Huh. I I haven't given up on Taco Bell, and and I don't really ever eat there except um, I love their breakfast burritos the dollar ones like the potato fiesta one they have like their own crazy home fry that you just put with some egg and some tomato no cheese and a wrap and uh so good they used to be a dollar now they're like a dollar fifty that's fine dude last time i went to taco bell i get in line there's no line i pull up to the window it's like 9 30 in the morning no one in their right mind's going to taco bell 9 30 in the morning and i'm waiting i wait in line i see the sign that says open i wait no one i pull up to the window no one i'm like all right it's been like five minutes i'm just like between the whole interaction that didn't exist and i start to leave i'm like i guess i'm beat and there's just an employee standing outside talking on their phone and i'm just like dude one person is here there's one person running the whole restaurant right where they're gonna take the order and go cook it and they're not even working they're sitting on their phone taco bell Wag of the finger. Nice save. Wag. Nice try. Nice try trying to uh, salvage all my wags with a tip. But guess what? I got a wag for that too, bro. <laughs> I got wags for everything, bro. Man. I, balls in your court, Taco Bell. How are you going to rectify these problems? I'm not going back. I'm a, I'll be there tomorrow. I went back once to a different one, but <laughs> I'm mad about it. I'm not, I'm not that happy about it. Listen, the, our local Taco Bell, the, the one from near where you live that taco bell is not a good taco bell <laughs> i'm glad saying. you think that i'm glad you think it is, that cause... it is a low tier taco bell and uh i i do apologize that that's the one that you have to live with thank you oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you so we are 
getting to the point of the podcast where we talk about the games that we played this week. Tony, what have you been playing? I haven't really played anything. I've been organizing and selling and buying, and I went to too many games at a convention in Philadelphia last weekend. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've just been doing a lot of buying and selling and, and yeah, a lot of buying. <laughs> Actually, probably too much buying, but that's okay. I decided, here you go, drumroll please, I've decided to start a Wii U collection. I want every Wii U North American physically released game except Axiom Verge because I don't care about limited run stuff, but maybe I'll get it because there's only one for the Wii U, but there's 168 North American physical games for the Wii U, and I think... They're going to be rare and sought after one day because Wii U is debatably Nintendo's worst system. So I'm trying, I already had like 40 games or so. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I can get them. They're all cheap, like except for the few that are a few hundred bucks. I was like, I'm going to do it. So Wii U, DS, Japanese, Switch stuff. I've got videos coming on TikTok and Instagram and I'm just working on my collection. And that's what I've been doing. But what have you been playing? I know one game you've been playing. One game I've been playing, oh man, I am hooked on it. I actually just finished uh, hard mode is Metroid Dread. We talked about it a little bit last week. It is a fantastic game. It was my first ever Metroid game. Single player experience, 2D platforming, adventure type game. And like the first time I beat the game, I felt like this huge rush. And then I was like, all right, I want to play the hard mode. Like. I was able to conquer the the normal mode. Let's let's go for it. And I will say, the hard mode did this one thing that I really don't care for. I actually I felt a little underwhelmed by the hard mode. The hard mode, and I, this isn't even like a brag. This is just like a like I feel like they could have done a better job, like game design wise. All they did was make it so you took more damage and you dealt less damage. And like they didn't adjust the enemy AI at all. Uh, all of the every, like everything else is identical. Uh, so, I mean, as long as you can avoid enemy hits, like the the game is identically as easy. There may be a there, there's a counter system in the game where you can counter enemy attacks. That window may be a little bit smaller in hard mode, but it, it not noticeable. I would say so. Uh, as far as the game goes, I'd probably give it like an 8 out of 10. Um, as far as the hard mode experience goes, I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. I was a little underwhelmed. Um, but it was, I mean, th- it was really cool. I recommend it to anybody. Uh, I will say a little little lean on the playtime. I did not 100% it, but I beat both game modes the the normal mode i beat in like eight hours and the hard mode i beat in like five hours and if you want a you know a 20 hour game i'd wait for a price drop probably but mm-hmm. it is a first party nintendo game so uh buy a copy now before it's worth 200 dollars in five years <laughs> i like your subtle wags of the finger that you threw in there <laughs> Just kidding. this is the wag it. episode <laughs> Dude, they're all the wag episode with me. You got a nasty co-host. But no, that was a very Oof. nice review, and uh, it seems like a, a fun game from what I've heard. seems like a very solid Metroid game. One of the better ones. One of the best ones, probably. And uh, I'm happy you've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all you're playing? Uh, dinking and dunking around in a little uh, Hades still. 
And yeah. I was playing a little Mario Golf, too, just trying to get some of the Superstar Clubs. What's the uh, reward for the monthly online? Uh, right now, it is the multicolored toads no okay i'm, I'm not I'm not gonna play uh, for just that. like if similar to how they did it with the yoshis it they did yeah. the same thing with toads uh but it was it was quick it only took me about an hour and a half to unlock them no it's not bad and you probably got you got another 15 days because i think the first of the month it'll be november 1st they'll they'll reveal the next thing i actually don't think they're gonna add any more courses like i think they're like set there but I can mm. see some players uh, still come through over the next, like, eight months or so. Yeah, I believe that. I believe all that. Wow, I was going to say so. Oh, you know what? Wa- one more wag. Um, and, this, and this is a wag to myself, actually. Cause oh, I'm no. Because you, you're talking about Metroid Prime and the, I don't know, this is my whole train of thought that no one needs to hear, but here you go. Yeah. Uh, Metroid Dread. You're like, you know, sub 20 hour experience. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what happened to making long games? You know, like just really, really long games. And one game that came to my head, I've never played it. I don't even know if it's long, but it's Chrono Trigger. And, uh. Oh, Chrono Trigger is a. That, that's a game that'll take some time. Not yeah, the is. longest RPG, but it, it it's good. Is it? Yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff, and I've never had it. Super Nintendo game, and then they remade it for the Nintendo DS. And yep. for the for the longest time, it was like thirty bucks, and I'm just like, I'm not spending. I'll get it for twenty bucks. I'm not going to spend thirty dollars on it. And then Square Enix on a Black Friday years ago was like, Chrono Trigger, new five dollars, Black Friday. I think it was. Here you go. Enjoy it. I didn't get it. After that, I was like, man, I could never spend 30 bucks on it now because it was only 5 bucks. How did I miss out? Wow. All right, I'll spend 15 or 20 on it. Bro, that game now, the DS copy complete, is like 80 or $90. Insane. That's insane. So mad that I don't. I still don't have it. I've never played Chrono Trigger. I sold my copy at Earthbound. Now I'm trying to get one back. The price is like doubled from 170 to like 350 400 Ooh. I'm just like... Phew. Man, I'm hurting on these old Super Nintendo games right now. I miss them. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I recommend that game to anybody who wants to play it. Chrono Trigger is such a good RPG experience. If you're new to the JRPG genre or not super familiar with it, Chrono Trigger is a great place to start. Uh, it's probably like a 30 to 40 hour game. Wow. And it is it is some of the best sprite work in a Super Nintendo game, period. Wow. Yeah, I want to play it. Not like I'm the biggest fan of JRPGs, but I really wanted to see what that's like. You know, I want to experience that game. Right. That's it for me, buddy. Perfect. Well, I believe we have uh, reached the end of our wonderful podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tony, for hanging out. Uh, You know, if you want to support the show, you can follow us on twitter at games of our pod you can follow us on instagram at games of our pod you can subscribe on apple we're on spotify we upload to youtube and if you want to follow tony on socials you can follow his instagram at the poker rapper you can follow him on tiktok at the poker rapper i myself can be found on all socials at bill the fajita uh I do a lot of Twitch streaming. I stream Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays now. So if you're around, around 4 p.m. Central, 
I'll be playing something most likely. And uh, I'm actually starting a new YouTube project. I'm going to be getting back into the Let's Play game. So something, Let's go. something might be coming up this week if uh, you're on YouTube.com channel Build the Fajita. That's awesome. I didn't know you were doing that. Wow. I'm happy yeah. you're doing that. Thanks, man. And you're uh, just fill, filling your plate up with stuff. Trying. Trying. Trying to do it. Trying to do it, man. Nothing wrong with that. Got a podcast, got serious streaming, and now got Let's Plays. That's just uh, sharing all of your gaming experience, past and current and future, with the world. And that's what the world needs, is some more Bill. I think I think they just need more video games. Can't disagree with that. Tip of the hat to that. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we love you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. I love you. Mwah. Thank you. Bye.